able to control the play in midfield the way that Maradona has been able to do. And he's hurting England again here. It's a brilliant run. It's one of the world's great goals. And there's no doubt about that one. He left a trail of before we get started in earnest today, obviously recording a few hours after the death of Diego Maradona was announced, and I don't think anyone's going to disagree with me when I say that he was just one of the greats as far as football concerned. Just a, a superb, amazing talent. He was just like up there, and at the time, he was just, he was quite head and shoulders above the best in the world. Yeah, um, elite player, elite talent, elite. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Yes, yes. So welcome everyone to uh, episode 36 of FPL Bros this evening. How are you guys all doing? All good. Yeah, okay. All right then. Wonderful. So we've got quite a bit to get into this episode. First of all, uh, we will start with the not always painful, but sometimes <laughs> review of how our game weeks went. And does anybody want to go first this time? Because I don't think it was bad all round, all told. I'll go first. Mine was terrible. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking, did you, did you see everybody's game week? I, do, I just remember thinking James. Awful. I took out Son, who obviously returned, and I brought in the Brainer, who didn't return. Mm. Um, and I captained Rashford, who didn't return, and I vice-captain Carvert-Lewin, who returned. So, yeah, I just got it wrong, horribly wrong. Zahar had COVID, so, mm-hmm. you know, nothing there for me in terms of points. But Taylor got me a clean sheet, which was really good. Chilwell got me a clean sheet, which was also really good. And McCarthy also got me a clean sheet. So some decent clean sheets at the back, which I was happy with. But, yeah, overall, I finished with 51 points and I took a minus four point hit. So not the best of game weeks for me. OK, that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, okay. right. you win some, you do some. All right, I'll go next. Uh, we'll save the best for last, then, Jamie. Okay, yeah, I got 71 points, but that was sort of a minus four, so I actually finished the weekend on 67 points. And, I, I mean, the thing is, I, I don't care about what might happen to my team. I really don't care. I'm not going to talk about it at all. Uh, <laughs> just Bellerin. Hector flipping Bellerin. After <laughs> all my talk, he finally does it for me. And it was a heart-stopping nine points because um, <laughs> <laughs> we're listening, listening to that, <laughs> that Leeds-Arsenal game and the amount of times like Leeds hit the post or the, like, the frame and they'd be like, oh, I'd be like, Bamford, oh, he's hit the post. Click, oh, he's hit the post. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then not only did he get the, the six points, obviously, but he got the three bonus as well. So finally... After all this time, he does what I brought him in for, and that's it. That's all I'm going to talk about. I, I picked Bellerin, and I've finally been vindicated. So 
I'm done. Yeah, top cut notch. you out. Okay. Sorry? Top notch. Top notch. <laughs> cut, then cut, came cut through you out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so I am... Um, I suppose this can lead on to, I think, what will be our second point, but I played my wild card this week. So mm-hmm. my team looks a lot different to what it looked like last week. And uh, I managed to haul 70 points with, with my new team, which isn't so bad. Compared to, I think I got 56 in the last game week. So already I feel a lot better. I haven't compared like player for player what, what I might have gotten this week. So I'm not, I'm not going to go too much into it because I don't, I don't want to upset myself just in case. But, um, <laughs> but um, like my big hitters, I had four Dream Team players. I had um, Robertson, Bellerin, Fernandez, and Calvert-Lewin. Fernandez I had captained, so he brought me in 22 points. Zuma, clean sheet. And the rest, really not much to uh, write home about. Martinez with one, Williams in defence, Greenish, Foden, Bamford with two. Like, it's not, they weren't they weren't great, but it was those guys who were my hitters who, who managed to, to put it home for me. Yeah, yeah, OK, pretty good. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. And yeah, we might as well move on to the second topic, which is... Um, in case any of you might have noticed, two of our actual casters have actually wildcarded. Obviously, Jamie did it for last game week, so he's already seen the effects of his wildcard. But also, um, Derek, you wildcarded as well, so you, you, you can take us through your picks and why in a second. But yeah, Jamie, generally speaking, if I've got this right, the, the main thing you did with your wildcard is you got rid of your Tottenham boys and your Sheffield United boys. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I feel like they were just they were just taken up space for no reason so all in all what I did was I um I, like you said I swapped out um Mitrovic I got rid of Mitrovic Costa for from Leeds Mitrovic from Fulham Sun and Doherty uh, and then both of my um Sheffield boys who were pretty much bench warmers and Hernandez who was also a bench warmer and I brought in some some firepower pretty much oh I also got rid of Trent Alexander-Arnold mm. <laughs> who I've been uh-huh. talking about if you've listened to previous weeks I've been talking about him for ages like going this week guys he's going this week and <laughs> well finally I did it so I got rid of Trent brought in Robertson brought in Bellerin brought in Fernandez brought in Foden and, and um brought in Bamford as well and then I had some like filler spaces with Dunn and Nico Williams because I thought maybe he'll get some game time from the Liverpool defensive troubles at the moment which worked out a while I got a point so that's all right he took off he took Wilson off for me who was my original up front as well so he got me a point this week, which I, I don't hate. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was, that was that was basically what I did. And I, I took a lot of note from what we were doing last week. I wasn't going to have any City plays, but last minute I brought in Foden because I thought he's cheap. I can get him in and he might get me a few points. I'm hoping that Rodriguez comes through and picks up some form from the beginning of the season with the Cavalier and Rodriguez link up. Uh, I watched uh, a lot of that game. It was Everton Fulham, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And uh, Rodriguez, he doesn't, you know, do an awful lot defensively, but... I'm not going to begrudge him that because at the end of the day, you don't want him defending, do you, really? Mm-hmm. You no, want him no. concentrating on... OK, so Everton's conceded two goals, but you know if he's assisting or if he's scoring goals, that's fine. The thing is, every time he goes on international break, he comes back really late because he's got to usually fly back all the way from South America. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and maybe say he was feeling it a little bit, but um, I'm sure there's still plenty more to come from him. And at that mm-hmm. price, he's complaining. He's cheaper than Son. He's cheaper than Sterling, De Bruyne. You know, he's cheaper than Havertz and Pulisic and Ziyech. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. 
Because yeah. by yeah. swapping him out with Son, I was able to save a little bit of money. I think I saved some extra money in defence. And that means that at like when, I, when Salah's back fit, that means I've got a midfield of Salah, Grealish, Fernandes and Rodriguez. And like, well, you can't really scoff at that at all. So hopefully that, mm. that brings these points going forward. Yeah, it sounds like a strong mm. midfield there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you must have been disappointed with Wilson, though, because um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if anybody knows when he's actually coming back. It seems like a bit of a niggling injury. It seems like it's going to be a really annoying hamstring injury. Because, Is that because, right? Because, well, at the moment, that's what that's what they're saying on um, on FPL. 75% chance with hamstring. But I don't know. I feel like we're not getting the full story. So I've just got to kind of wait and see and bide my time. Yeah. But if yeah. I'm, I'm holding it out until as late as possible on Friday and we'll see what I do there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, then. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Um, yeah, so Derek, obviously we've yet to see the fruits of your wild card, but obviously you're <laughs> good about it. So, um, yeah, what are the main things? What's gonna, what should be catching our eye here? So this wild card was tough for me because there were a lot of players I wanted to get into the team, but uh, you just can't have them all. Mm. Um, you really can't. So I had to make some sacrifices. I did have to compromise, and I did have to think about long term as well as looking at the players which are currently in form as well and thinking is that form going to last so I mean do you want me to run you through my wildcard team or well, do you want me to run well, you I mean, through some how, of the how, players um, do, do take, take us through the main picks then how about that yeah I'll take you through the main picks so I'll start from up front and I'll work my way to the defence so up front I initially had Kane but looking at Leicester's upcoming fixtures they do look pretty saucy like I said previously they've got Fulham Sheffield United, Brighton and Everton, who all do concede goals. So I brought in Vardy and I think he's going to be quite a good asset for me moving forward. Um, I did have to compromise and bring in a cheapie as well up front. So I did bring in Adams, who's playing really well, actually, without Danny Ings there. He is getting more involved in the goals and assists, along with Theo Walcott. So I thought bringing Adams, they've got United, Brighton, Sheffield United and Arsenal, who once again, you know, don't always have the best of defences. So I do expect him to bring some points, especially at a price tag of 5.9 mil. Yeah, is exactly. Yeah. Um, I did consider Bamford, but Leeds do have some tricky fixtures coming up. So I did think to stay away from him. Also, Adams has a low ownership percentage, so he is a bit more of a differential um, with me trying to catch up and make ground, I did think it worked out better in my favour. In midfield, I'd say the main attraction is for me bringing Salah back in, but that's not a surprise. I think a lot of people will be doing that. Yeah, I did definitely. also think about, once again, differentials. This is That is key for me. So I did think of bringing in Jota. He can't be ignored, you know, with his performance right now. And when Klopp last lined up, when all our forwards and midfielders were fit Jota was brought into the team with Salah leading the attack and having Jota on the right with Mane on the left and Firmino in the middle so I do see him him playing that kind of attacking line when we have our next game which is against the Brighton that do concede a lot of goals so um, I thought Salah Jota would be a good combination a price tag of 6.6 mil you Mm. literally can't go wrong you 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 just can't go wrong no, no. Um, and he still is only 6.6 mil, but I can't help thinking it's going to be 6.7 by tomorrow <laughs> night. 
I just, yeah, I just wanted to say it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if Klopp continued to shoehorn all of Salah, Mane, Jota and, and Firmino. Because if I remember correctly, although I'm sure you're going to correct me on this, back in the day when Klopp first came in and he had Coutinho and he brought in Firmino, mm-hmm. and people did think that Coutinho and Firmino were quite similar types of players and that he was yeah. only going to play one or the other. But for yeah. a while, he played them both, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he you know? did. And then for a while, it was like the Fab Four at Liverpool, Coutinho, yeah. Firmino, yeah. You know, Salah and, and, and Mane, and, and he Mane, it was yeah. pretty much like that exactly. until the you know, left. So the fact that Jot has proved himself, it's not like he has to be sitting in reserve or a sub. You no. know, he may well have his place nailed now. I can see that happening. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So I think he's definitely one to consider if you do want to differentiate a cheap player as well um, who mm-hmm. will return. Obviously, alternatives to him are the likes of Phil Foden, who's also obviously another great asset with City's upcoming fixtures, they have Burnley, Fulham, United and West Brom. You know, it is worth considering three of those fixtures are very easy of the four. And, the, you know, the fixtures even after that are still good fixtures, but three of them are very easy. So I do expect a lot of goals from the City side. They've got a lot to prove after their last game. Wasn't it a loss or was it a win? I can't remember now. It, it was a, um, they lost to Spurs, didn't they? 2-0. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, although... So, um, I, I, somebody made this comment somewhere that the game seemed like, you know, sometimes when you play football manager and you have a vastly superior team to the one the computer's playing against you <laughs> yeah. and, and your team takes like 30 shots with 20 on target and, and then the computer team just takes one shot which goes in and you just think the computer's cheating here. That's what Pep must have been thinking. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 so. I, I watched that game and City dominated possession in mm. their half and in the middle, but they did nothing in the final third. And mm. Tottenham were just clinical. They were unforgiving. And Kane literally, oh, Kane was outstanding in that game. He dominated. He made the City defenders nervous. He was making runs. He was making passes. He was, you know, getting fouled. He played brilliantly. Absolutely fantastic. And I think City were the better team on paper, but I think Tottenham just just had more heart. And I, I think sometimes you forget, like, it's not always the t- better team that wins. It's a team that has the mentality and heart that wins. And I don't mm. know what Jose is doing at Spurs, but whatever he's doing is working. Mm. Yeah, same. I hate to say it. It's uh, I'm an Arsenal fan, as everyone probably knows who's listening to this. Um, <laughs> I hate to say it. Spurs do look, they look tidy right now. I'm just I'm really hoping the wheels fall off before Christmas and like they just come to a horrible stop because they are they're they're looking like one of the most dangerous teams in the league yeah, if not or going on form maybe even the most dangerous. There's there's a lot to be said for that definitely. But you know a lot can happen even between now and, and Saturday a lot mm. can happen. You know mm-hmm. one or two covids one or Kane two isolations. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to wish that on anybody. I mean, I'm not hey. wishing anything. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, law of possibility, anything's possible kind of thing. So. Yeah, that's true, though. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Um, yeah, obviously, uh, I think a lot of active managers are trying to pile in on Man City right now. Mm. Yeah. I know it's supporting Cancelo as well. Yes, I had to, you know. He is a starter. He is an attacking threat. And they do have, once again, Burnley, 
Fulham and West Brom defence to play against. So I can see mm. him maybe getting an assist, but also I can see him keeping a clean sheet. At the price of 5.5, in comparison to some of the other attacking fullbacks out there, your Robertsons, your Chilwells, he is cheaper and he has got better fixtures coming up. So I did think, you know, get him in the team because mm. I, I can see his price going up in, in the next couple of game weeks. Um, yeah. He has attracted a lot of attention because it's yeah. unusual, isn't it, uh, for um, Pep to settle on a defence, which is why I am still I'm still on a watching brief because Mendy played today and I think he probably played 90 minutes as well. Oh, and he? yes. And the thing is, no matter how much of a disaster Mendy seems to be, I think Pep likes him. Yeah, he loves um, him. <laughs> I, I'll tell you that just from just from looking back, like he put he'll put up a disaster class. He'll set he'll put a player through or something, and then he's just there on the team sheet next week. It's unbelievable. Mm. Yeah, because he's like a well, I mean he's like a left sided forward, really. Mm. I'm not so sure why he's a defender, but um, something tells me that even if Cancelo plays the next couple of games, Mendy's going to take some minutes off him. But I'm not going to rain on your parade, Derek, because as you pointed out, you only paid 5.5 for him. So, you know, compared to all the other big team attacking fullbacks, you know, 5.5 is the least you pay. You generally mm-hmm. get 6 or 6.5. Exactly. I guess that, that 0.5 you're saving is what you get for playing with pet rotation, I think. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, he'd be wrong. He could have settled on the guy. But the thing is, Mendy is just like... He spends so much time in the opposition box. I can't help thinking that's what Pep wants from his left-sided left, left side fullback. Or well, I, I, I do remember when Mendy used to play, well, when Mendy was still fit and was starting regularly, he never played the same time as, I can't remember if it was Sterling or Sane, but Pep used to hate playing the two together because oh, what yeah. he used to find was they wouldn't link up properly because they'd both be trying to go up too much. <laughs> And he started rotating them and not playing the two at the same time. So I think he was with Sane. So when Mendy was playing, Sterling would be playing, but not Sane. And if um, Sane was playing, he wouldn't be playing Mendy, he'd be playing someone else. And I just think they they just weren't compatible. Um, Mm. Obviously, Sane is gone now, but I think with Contello's minutes and shift he's put in right now I think Pep is quite satisfied with his performance he hasn't really given Pep any reason to take him out of the team and I think it would be a bit harsh for him to be dropped now that Mendy is fit again but once again you know it's Pep you can do you can you can do it but I thought again (laughs) I'm just gonna play devil's advocate yes uh, on the face of it there isn't any real reason you would think for Pep to start playing Mendy again, apart from the fact that Man City aren't scoring anywhere near as many goals as they should be, you know, and I'm going back to my original point, Mendy is just this mad attacking fullback who would be standing there on the penalty spot while the other teams are on the other end on a fast break about to score a goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Pep just might be prepared to take a punt on that. But aside from that, no, it's looking strong. Again, you've dispensed with the Spurs boys. And as you know, we've mentioned before, their run is looking quite tough. But looking to the future, Leicester also seems quite reasonable. Harvey Barnes, you know, I, I know he's been frustrating for some of us. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's also produced the goods for some of us in the past as well. I think I had him for the time he got 19 points. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But um, yeah, as good as time as any to wildcard. I know a lot of active managers have also done it around this sort of time, mainly because they wanted to get Man City players in. And uh, you've covered yeah. your base with Fernandes there as well. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously we've already discussed Man City for a fair bit already, but has anybody got any more to add? You know, conceivably they're a top three, top two, top one team. They, their fixtures are looking a little bit better. And some people are saying, well, they don't have the form, but because the fixtures are so easy, that's going to kickstart the form. I mean, Jamie, do, do you have any thoughts on that? I know you picked Foden, and I'm guessing if you had had more money, you might have gone for somebody else. To be honest, no, no, because mm. I wildcarded. I, I, I literally, I had the had the idea of like, all right, who, who's getting me consistent points? Who's gonna, who's gonna do what? And like, even it was, it was, it was shortly after the chat that we had last week um, regarding like who's got the good fixtures coming up and things like that. I even made a note on my phone on the teams that we said. We said City and Villa to look out for because their fixtures don't look too scary. And I was like, all right, focus on those players. When it came to picking it, I had De Bruyne there and I took him straight out again. I just thought, you know, I don't, I don't want him in there. Like, I can't, like, I don't know what it is for me this season. I just don't see him giving me the goods that everybody's putting the faith in for him, you know? Like, mm. so far this season, he's got a total of 29 points. Like, that's the whole season. Maybe that's due to form. Maybe that's due to the teams they've been playing. Maybe he's not been playing that well. He hasn't had as many minutes. I don't know. But I just I couldn't be I just wasn't up for it and I wasn't up for Pep. I feel like he's got too many players to be rotating around and things. Obviously De Bruyne, his stalwart, he'll have him in there all the time. So I, I thought you know if if I'm going to spend money, I'm not going to put I'm not going to put my big bulk in midfield on that. I'd rather go for Salah. I'd rather go for Fernandez. I'd rather go for Grealish. These are players that I know will be shooting. They'll be doing their bit for their team. They've been in form and they are going to continue in their form. I mean Fernandez doesn't even have to be in form. He'll get two penalties. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he's got a slot True. one if he doesn't slot it he'll get a second chance he'll have another go <laughs> you know, so. I, I think with, with me I did think I did think the same way you did in terms of Fernandez and of maybe a cheaper Man City asset like Foden mm. but once again based on the upcoming fixtures it, it didn't make sense for me to bring in Fernandez when they have Southampton who actually have a really good defensive really good defensive record recently yeah. West Ham, who once again also have a good defensive record, and then they have Man City. Those are three very tough fixtures in the mm-hmm. next, you know, three weeks. Not to mention they're also obviously playing the Champions League, and you know, like they, they've got quite a few games coming up. And Fernandez has been playing them all. I can see him getting a bit fatigued. So I yeah. did think about that. Kevin De Bruyne spoke about the team being fatigued, and I'm actually happy when he spoke about it. He was he was honest. You know, he said we are tired. You know, they played, they travelled. They came mm. and, and played against Tottenham and it wasn't an excuse, but they were generally a bit more tired. So players are, you know, seeing it kick in now with the short pre-season they've had and, mm. you know, playing back-to-back games and stuff is all kicking in now. That's why you're getting so many injuries as well. Mm. Um, however, my thought frame is I'm looking, like I said, a lot of these transfers I have planned ahead, you know, three to four weeks in, in advance what I'm going to be doing. And these players that I do have in my team they're good to go for at least four weeks Mm. in that time I do plan to have a week where I will have two free transfers and within that week I do hope to bring in Fernandes because United will have easier fixtures they'll have you know your Sheffield United and and so on and those fixtures will be easier for them to get the points 
your leads, you know, who do concede and so on and so forth. But yeah. that's when I might look to bring in Fernandez, and then I might look to downgrade Kevin De Bruyne depending on his performance. Or once again, I might downgrade Salah because at that point, Liverpool would have finished playing their Brighton Wolves and Fulham and they'd be looking at Tottenham and so on and so forth. So mm. it does depend. But I think for me right now, I'm looking at the next three to four games and looking at the players who have the best fixtures. And, f- no, and personally, for me, I don't think United have the best of fixtures. No, I mean, you've got to play the percentages. And, and like you said right at the beginning, you can't have them all. Um, so it's not just yeah. a question of oh, so-and-so is going to get points. But if you think another person is going to get more points, then by all means go for that person. It's a simple yeah. game sometimes. It really is simple. You know, <laughs> hate it. <laughs> There's a tip for you, Jamie, actually. Um, what Derek has done is obviously he's played his wild card, but he doesn't envisage making any changes to it because that's the whole point, really. You know, so mm-hmm. by all means, hold tight. You pick the people you pick for a reason. Yeah. And, you know, it, if you already you're sick of two or three of them after one week, <laughs> you know, just you know, just cool your jets a little bit. Not that I'm going to tell you how to run your team. Again, I, I think you've, you've done pretty well. Um, yeah, Jamie's you know. got an amazing team. Really good yeah. team. And obviously he's doing well in the league as well. So yeah, he's, he's, I'm praying. You're, you're climbing. <laughs> climbing i keep seeming to bounce around 200k i can't get into top 100k no matter how mild i try but even then i think i might save a transfer this week as well because originally my plan was to get sterling in i'm like you jamie sometimes i do think kdb is a little bit overrated yeah Uh, and (laughs) i mean i I like it sounds crazy but i do i just think he's like like there's a like he's like he just crosses and hopes for the best and if if it's all going well if it's all going wrong he crosses even more I just hope yeah. it lands on somebody. I suppose so. But but like people are like, oh, he had a bad game. And I'm like, well, yeah, he does have bad games. He has lots of bad games. And people mm. always also forget that when City last won the title, he hardly played for them. That's mm. how important he is. So anyway, uh, you know, yeah. again, that's another debate for another day. But um, I now I'm not so sure about bringing in Sterling because I'd, I'd, I'd have to take another minus four to do it mainly. Um, so I'm just going to see what happens with the Chelsea game, you know. Uh, and again, people seem to think that Chelsea have a solid defence now. But again, I'm not so sure. And I know I'm I'm doing rah-rah talk now because I've got Chilwell in my team. But I got him in mainly for the attacking threat because he yeah. just hangs around near the far post, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I, so that's, that's I why I brought Chilwell in. I don't think Chelsea have a solid defence yet. No, I, no I, I agree as well. Yeah, I think we've been led into false security there, you know. Mm-hmm. It's had a couple of good games and everybody's like, oh, well, Frank Lampard's got the defence sorted out. But they will see. They will see. In yeah. one of my other leagues, there's someone with a triple Chelsea defence and I literally cannot wait for the next no. game. Oh, my god! Why would you do that? Wow. <laughs> like, talk about putting all your eggs in one basket. Honestly. <laughs> Chelsea fan. unbelievable. No, he's not a Chelsea fan. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, like they have had a good few clean sheets, though they have. It, it's been good for them because, and it, and it just it just so it just so coincides with the Mendy guy coming in. I looked at top clean sheets for the league, and like he's up there. I think he's either he's he's top two. He's a good keeper, though. But I think that's Wait, just more. They keep keeper Mendy, right? Yeah, they keep him Mendy, right? Yeah, yeah, they keep him Mendy. But yeah. it's it's it's. I think it's more just a reflection of. I don't know. I feel like it's almost luck. Like like people talk about Man United, like 
doing so well. I was like, look, like if you look at the amount, if you look at how Man United have been playing, it literally is luck. Like sometimes when they when they win, like it's like you guys have been playing trash. Like West Brom, one player nutmegged three guys, a West Brom player. Okay, that was brilliant. And that was, was brilliant. Like, I was like, you guys are playing trash. How dare you? And then well, they get a pen. Well, sorry, two pens. Like it's like you know. Yeah, imagine imagine playing Manchester United getting a pen. Yeah, that sounds pretty lucky to me. Yeah, well, I mean, when it's when it's when it's a stonewall, look, 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 karma, karma's an interesting thing because just this, just just the last game, I mean, Arsenal should have got a penalty, but hey, lo and behold, we weren't wearing a Red Devils T-shirt, so we didn't get it. Ah, fair enough. They have had a hell of a lot of penalties this season, so. Uh, but then that's why people brought Fernandez in. They're not overthinking it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you know, and they were handsomely rewarded this week. Okay, um, shall we get on to previewing what's going to be game week 10? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, what are your thoughts, captain-wise, guys, for this game week? There's quite a few options, aren't there? It's a tough one. Okay, well, I'm probably going to go with Salah Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if, I, if I don't bring Sterling in. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I'm I'm gonna go with Salah. I feel like he's he's gonna be chomping at the bit to get back at the Premier League. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I feel like I'll I feel like I oh actually I'm looking, I'm thinking DCL at Leeds United. I don't know. Oh my gosh. It's a tough one, you know. Leeds do concede, don't they? They do and, and Calvert Loon will love it. The space at the back he will love it. Because <laughs> they haven't got great, they haven't got very good defenders when it comes to heading out. That's why Arsenal kept trying to cross it in, but we ain't got no strikers who can who can head it in, so it doesn't no, work out. No. But but DCL, yeah, I don't, oh man, that's actually a really good question. I don't. It's, for me, it's a toss up between Calvert Lewin and Salah. That's where I'm going. Yes. D- DCL really? is looking like a, a captaincy, a serious captaincy pick because he takes over, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. He's like um, he's like the Jimenez of the past seasons now. You know, he'll but get yeah. one. He'll get one by knuckle by crook. He could be having the worst game. He'll get a quick header in 90th yeah. minute. <laughs> True. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, that that's his game now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that that's what it's looking like for me. I could be really clever and risk it with one of the Spurs boys. Although you know, I, it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't get a huge amount of points against Chelsea. But on the other hand, I still think they're capable of of coming away from that game with something. You know, mm-hmm. if Mourinho can slap down Guardiola, what's he going to do to Lampard? Yeah, this <laughs> is true. Nah, <laughs> Lamps has got this. Wow. Wait, so we might as well we might as well go into predictions. What you're saying, Lampard's got this. Lampard has got wait, this. Wait, wait, who's your who's your oh. cap, who's your captain? Who's your captain, uh, uh, Derek? All he's gonna do is just you know call Mason Mount in the evening. Be like, <laughs> Mason, you know what you gotta do for me tomorrow, don't you? It's like, don't worry, boss, I won't let you down. It's like, that's why I love you. And he's gonna do bits. He's gonna yeah, do bits like, for him. Give me three Mason. shots on target from thirty yards. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> Did, did you get that PS5 I sent you, Mason? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, oh, boss. Thanks. All right. Honestly, so, like, for me, right, so for me, there are four people who I'm considering as captain options. So I'll rate it from the one with the most potential down to the one which I, I think is probably the least potential, but they're all quite high, to be fair. So for me, the most potential is the brainer. I know you guys have been cussing him today, but... <laughs> <laughs> KDB, so De Bruyne, then you got Vardy, <laughs> then you got Salah, then you got Carvet Lewin. Mm-hmm. That's my order. 
I think Vardy's the best out of, of that one, you know. Vardy and De Bruyne were very close, but I just think because they've come off a loss and Pep is going to be drilling him and De Bruyne's playing at home and he's just got so much to prove after the last game, he's just going to be doing bits against Burnley. But Fulham are terrible at the back, so Vardy is going to have run right on them. I just... I do he think is. Vardy is probably number one, but I don't know. Like, well, the thing the about Fulham is they they, they tried to play they tried to play it out from the back, and I mean I mean I know most teams play it out from the back now, but the thing is, Fulham are no good at it, and they <laughs> keep insisting on doing it. And that Vardy loves that type of stuff. He loves that yeah. mess, yeah. doesn't yeah. he? You run Make it off your centre back. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Scott Parker's rocking up there with his 11 and we said, Jamie, Jamie Vardy, we, we got together. Me and the lads got together. You know, we know it's not quite Christmas yet, but we got you a little something here. We're going to pass it out from the back. Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, thank you, lads. You, you shouldn't have. I'm back on course with the golden boot now. I, I, I don't know. But you're right. I mean, maybe it's just a case of when if rather than if mm-hmm. Man United is going to start banging. Um, but I'm I'm going to risk it, give them one more week to show me that they're really back, uh, and then bring in Sterling. And other than that, Solly Marsh is going to be my man in the midfield. <laughs> Can you believe that? Solly Marsh got me nine points uh, last, yeah, last, last that's game. That's crazy. I, I literally couldn't believe that when I saw it. I'm going to put my hand up and say that was 100% jam. Um, because w- when I brought him in at first, Again, it was just because I didn't have any money for anybody else. He didn't even play. And then when I saw Salah was out, I said, oh, OK, I'll, I'll stick him in, <laughs> see what happens. And then he scores that screamer. And I thought, yeah, saved me. Saved me there. All right, then. Let's have a look at the predictions. Again, I'll do my best to stick to the more important games so uh, on Saturday we've got Brighton at home to Liverpool although I'm guessing not an awful lot more can be said about this but uh, what are the predictions okay you want to go first yeah go ahead is that Liverpool oh, no they're at the Amex Stadium okay cool all right just checking because I had something to say about Anfield but I'll leave that <laughs> sorry <laughs> I'm sorry go 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 on <laughs> What are you saying? Huh? What have you got to say? Well, well, I don't know. Like, there's been a certain record that got broken today. <laughs> well, this is, no. this, is, this is Liverpool's first loss at Anfield in how many? In 90 minutes? In I don't know, since 2018 or something. Just in 90 minutes, because yeah. I know you guys have lost on penalties and whatnot. But mate, well, that that the, the Liverpool the Liverpool golden area is true, true, well and truly done. <laughs> can I just say? Can I just say though, we haven't lost in the Prem oh, at home for over. 60-something games, so come for us in it. Like three games, I think, something like that. Caveats, caveats, caveats. So, it's all right, you know, it's all right. Our home prem record is still strong. Bit and by even bit. Though, <laughs> even, even with our injuries and Van Dijk out, we're still destroying teams like Leicester, taking them, sending them shops, Look, and not even I'm letting saying, them get themselves anything. All I'm saying, I'm, I'm officially announcing, is the beginning of the end for Liverpool. Nah. Yeah, yeah. You, you heard it here first, people. Look, 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 look like, like, it, like Rome did it fall in a day. It fell brick <laughs> by brick, okay? <laughs> oh, <laughs> brick by brick, you guys are dropping back into your mid-table finishes. <laughs>
That's uh, earth-shattering predictions here. We don't play. No problem. We don't play. We bring the true Richter scale 9.9 earth-shaking <laughs> predictions right here. Okay. Um, so, so, yeah. so what's your prediction at the Amex? Sorry for interrupting. <laughs> well, me? Yeah. yeah, you go. Oh, okay. I am going to go with a... I'm going to go with a high-scoring Liverpool win. Mm. Because uh, Brighton just don't seem to give a, a flying whatever who they're playing. They're all about the attack. So mm-hmm. uh, they, they might get something at one end, but that's just going to suit Liverpool. Mm-hmm. I'm obviously going to go for the Liverpool win. Easy, easy Liverpool win. And I agree. I think it's not going to be, I don't think it's going to be much of a game. I think Liverpool are going to have Salah back. He's going to come back hungry and firing. And yeah, he's going to find loads of gaps. <laughs> there you cool. have it. All right, then. Man City versus Burnley at uh, the Etihad. Uh, I think that's going to be a big win for City. <clears throat> okay. I think I think City will win, but I don't think it's going to be that big. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be like, uh, like two, like even, I don't know if it's going to go 2-0. Like, I'm not sure. I don't I think City are going to win, but I'm not sure it's going to be like uh, a thumping. I'm between the two of you, but if you, you had to twist my arm, I'm going to follow Jamie. And the only reason... I'm going to do that and hope it's going to be a laboured, low-scoring win for City is because my plan is not to get any City players. So the last thing I, I want is for them to go nuts against Burnley. The, the fact is they're capable of doing it and they've done it so many times in the past. On the other hand, Burnley, like I pointed out a couple of weeks ago, they've got uh, me and Tarkowski back. Um, it looks like Sean Dyche has got them defending again. They picked up their first win of the season, didn't they? Um, mm. So that's going to give them a bit of confidence. And like Man City, they, they're not quite in the zone yet. Again, they might get into the zone that game. They might not. I mean, they did win today, but again, it was only 1-0. I thought they were going to take their opponents apart in the Champions League, and they just didn't. They literally had the one goal, and that was it. Well, we've qualified for the last 16. So um, I don't know. I agree with Jamie on that one. That's the hope anyway. <laughs> and then De Bruyne gets a hat-trick. Well, what oh, I want, I just want, I just want a Foden, Foden goal, 90th minute. That's all I need. Three bonus points. Lovely stuff. <laughs> now that you said that, you know he's only going to come on for the last three minutes, don't you? And he'll get, he'll get the winner. <laughs> <laughs> all right then. Moving swiftly on, let's look at Southampton v Manu, and that's going to be at St Mary's. Mhm. I, I mean, I'm going to go with a score draw. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't see. It. I can't. I can't predict it either way because I don't think Man United are gonna are going there thinking that they're gonna win straight like easy just because of Southampton's form or at least how Southampton have been seen to play this season, not necessarily their current form. No, fair enough. Derek, you want to go or? Yeah. So I think it's a tough one, you know. Mm, it is a tough one because I thought about like they're gonna be. They're not even gonna be at Man United aren't at home, but then again, they're better away from home. <laughs> It's true. They do seem to do better away from home. Uh, But Southampton have a very good record as well. Mm -hmm. Mm. I think a draw. I think that's fair, considering they're both actually... Like, Southampton aren't pushovers. Wolves couldn't beat them, and Wolves were at home. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And Wolves are playing quite well. Yes, it's true. Theo Walcott, man. Theo Walcott. Yeah, no, I think think it's going to be a draw for me. Okay. Do you know what? I'm going to... Go for a Southampton win. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still, 
I'm still carrying that candle of mine about Soul Sky. That's number one. Number two, I've always rated House and Hukul. Number three, Man United are just inconsistent. And every yeah. now and again, they lose games that people expect them not to lose. And I think this is going to be one of them. Yeah. And so Southampton have just been so good. They've just been yeah. so good. Like, yeah. they, they drew against Chelsea and they've beaten all the other teams. They drew against Wolves. I mean, the last game they lost was against Spurs, 5-2. But that was, like, early September. And since then, yeah. they've just been on point. I mean, they lost against the, the, the current leaders. That's... <laughs> Surely that's got to say something. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, like, I, I can just see Southampton pressuring Man United into loads of mistakes. I, yeah. can, just, mm-hmm. I can just see it happening. I can see yeah. De Gea having another nightmare of a game. I, I can see Martial huffing and puffing. Um, I can see <laughs> Fernandes having a quiet game. And I can, I can see, I can picture it right now. Marcus Rashford standing on the halfway line with his hands on his hips i can see, I, i'm seeing all of this man yeah. <laughs> so that that's that's my prediction you know i've just cool. been spiteful but there you go no right. i agree i see it <laughs> <laughs> um, Ch- chelsea versus spurs chelsea win that's the chelsea win i say 2-1 to chelsea do you know what um i may have said a draw but apparently Alderweireld is out now. And even though Mourinho's Mourinho, without the personnel, he might find it hard to keep back that marauding trio. They've got, mm. well, four, you know, Ziyech, uh, Werner, Abraham, Havertz, pick one. You know, they're all going to make life difficult for Spurs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can he can he two, pull off two shock wins in a row? I don't know. But now that Alderweireld's out, I, I'm going to say... Probably a Chelsea win, but when again, did, it's it's not going to be easy for them. When did the news come out about Alderweireld? Um, it might have been just today, actually. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know about that. That's that's interesting. That does that does put a span in the works because I mean he's the he's like he's the he's their rocket defense. He's their main guy. He's the one. He's the consistent guy. Well, I mean, I he's know. pretty much the only one because I think Davies and Sanchez. He hasn't been impressive. Eric mm. Dyer hasn't been all that impressive, frankly. Mm. Uh, so, so you know, if if they're going to keep a clean sheet, it's got to. It's really down to him, in my opinion. I mean, mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but um, no, yeah, I see what you mean. See if he's flagged. Yes, he's flagged. They flagged him on FPL. It says here, groin injury expected back 19th of December. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. Wow. That's big, but considering the fixtures they have. Yes. Yeah. That is big. Yeah. <laughs> those Boy. guys are going to have to start performing at the back there. Seriously. It's, it's going to be who scores more. <laughs> That's it for them for who's the next few be, weeks. Who's going to be in for him again? Um, it's going to have to be Sanchez and Dyer, although that kid Rodon gets played occasionally. Yeah. And Mourinho has been known to play Ben Davis as a centre-back as well. But I don't think Ben Davis... I think it's going to be Dyer. Dyer did play well when he plays. he's played in that position, when he's tried he's to play... Done, he's he's done OK, but I, I, mean, I don't know. I just, I, don't know. I, just, I just look at him and I just think, oh, I don't like you. I don't like you. It's something about you that I just don't like. I don't like you. I can't put my finger on it. I don't it. blame you. I don't like him very much. Uh, all right, moving on. Yeah, uh, Arsenal v Wolves. It's going to be a boring game, isn't it? Bloody hell. Yeah, it's, 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 I think it's going to be a tough watch. I think 
I like I, I can't even predict it. Like I like I'm so I'm so lost with what's going on at Arsenal right now. I don't even know. I don't even know. It's heartbreaking to say. I just I don't know. Um, sorry, go on. No, you guys. I was gonna say you lot go ahead with your predictions. I'll go last. Okay. <laughs> let, let me see if I can lift you up a little bit here, Jamie. I I read somewhere, and there's I think there's some truth to this that ever since Arteta went with three of the back, it's been affecting the attack. And although three of the back has helped Arsenal defensively, uh, the Villa game aside, I think it, it what it's added to in defence has subtracted from the attack. So let's say Arteta just decides, look, this is no good. We need to start scoring goals. He might go for a back four in this game. And if he does, I think Arsenal will stand a good chance of getting something from this game. But if he sticks with the back three, then it's going to be the same old kind of just both sides really just labouring, I, th- I think, mm-hmm. for 90 minutes and a, a draw, possibly even <laughs> a, a scoreless one. Yeah, I think yeah, a lot so- of it depends if Partey's back as well. I think Partey's very needed in the midfield. Our midfield just looks pointless. There's no there's no link up there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he's yeah. back or not. Um, well, they, just need to play, need, they just need to play Ozil, man. You can't be on the sidelines. He's not even registered. Tweeting ya ganajia all the time. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Look, we don't need a pilot on. He's like the Diana Princess of Wales of Arsenal. He's been frozen out, but he's crusading for the... Did you see... Did, did, did he have a pop-up the other day? Was it Piers Morgan? Piers. Piers yeah, had a pop-up here. Yeah, Piers had a pop-up him. He said... Because it was a tweet. let's go. And Piers said um, something around... Yes, please do... Go, yeah, it's time for go, you to yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. And, and he said, said, did you get hacked? How would you know? Have you been hacking my phone or something? <laughs> so, is, are you being serious? Or have you, has your account been hacked? Yeah, that was it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. He just needs to give up. Just just stop it. It's it's cringy. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Look, like the, the reality of the situation is come, come January, he's not going to be here. Like he's he's yeah. gonna he's we're gonna know that he's not playing again because that's when you get a second chance to to write up your squad right and that's it more or less just back I think back. so well yeah generally speaking but you know stranger things have happened I mean there's some people who've been on teams who generally look like they were dead and buried and then they just come back for whatever reason but uh, I don't know as for party yeah nobody knows when he's coming back yeah it does seem likely he's going to be back this weekend but yeah does did anybody else Derek, did you have any thoughts on uh, how that game's going to go? It's going to be a dry game. Probably a 1-0 win to Wolves. Okay, no problem. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Right then, let's let's move on in that case to the player picks. Who wants to go first with that? You guys go. I think I've already gone through my team, so you already know who I've chosen, so I'll probably go last. Mm. Right then, I will go first in that case, if you don't mind. Who's on my mind? Who's keeping me up all night? <laughs> I didn't mean it to come out like that. This is difficult, really, because I think we've, we've pretty much mentioned everybody um, over and over again, haven't they? OK, I'm, I'm going to say Kyle Walker-Peters, because I think he's yours for 4.6 4. mil. Mm. And uh, he's quite attacking, and he's playing in a team that's playing well, and uh, they're also capable of getting clean sheets, so you could do a lot worse than that kid, Carl Walker Peters at Southampton. And, and then, yeah, I'm just I'm just going to go for one more. 
um, because I'm struggling here a little bit. We just we've just been through everything. Okay, yeah, I remember. This is a complete punt. This is like the puntiest punt that ever punted. Uh, but Danny Welbeck, I think he looked good. Um, yeah, I mean, Danny. See, is his, see his finish. Did you yeah. see that? Cheeky chip. Yeah, I mean, Cheeky chip. just imagine to have played so little football over like the past two or three seasons to come on the pitch, run nearly half the length of the pitch and then do that like it just mm. ain't no thing. You know, I, I think he's looking dangerous and we all know that Brighton like to attack and if um, Potter, you know, knows what's good for him, he will play strikers who are in form. Because let's face it, more pay is not doing it. Yeah, Aaron Colony, there was a lot of potential, but he's not really taking it to the next level. And, you know, why not stick with Welbeck? Shout. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think I think you're right there. And he is yours for, let me see how much Welbeck costs. Must be about 5.5, surely. Yeah. 5.5? Yes, yeah, but on, Derek. So he's cheaper than more pay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So Makes those sense. are my two picks, Kyle Walker-Peters and Danny Welbeck. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy for Danny, man. Mm. I am. Mm-hmm. Cool. Do you want to go next, Jamie? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm going to go for, well, like, if you're just talking about pick generally this week, I would go for... Cavalloon because I already think that I've said that I think he might he's probably going to be my captain and I think he's going to be doing yeah. well player that I don't have that I think to look into why not go for another ex-Arsenal player I think Theo Walcott <laughs> I think you've got to keep your eyes on him yeah um 5.8 million he seems to be like he, well he fits in like a glove at Southampton they've got a potent attack as we know he seems to be coming in for assists and goals so yeah definitely looking to Theo Walcott for the future I mean I'm, Plus, I'm, I'm thinking he might get him in yeah he's listed is he listed as a midfielder as well? Yeah, he's a mid. Yeah, so extra point for a goal. What's not mm-hmm. tonight? Mm-hmm. Decent, decent. Okay, um, I'm going to go last. So, obviously, <laughs> I've just got two players in mind. So, the first one is Target from Villa. He's one of the fullbacks and he's got a lot of attacking potential. But also, they've got some really good fixtures coming up against West Ham, Newcastle. Wolves, Burnley, West Brom. I think he can keep clean sheets and maybe even get an assist or two. But it's mostly around the clean sheets. So I do think at a price of 4.5 mil, he is worth having in teams, especially for the next game or two. The next one is a surprising pick for me, but I actually want to see how this plays out. I want to pick Johnston. Is that what it's called? Johnston? Uh, is is the he keeper? the keeper for West Brom? Yeah. Yeah, he had a really good game, actually, didn't he? He made some amazing saves, like point-blank saves. He was amazing. And his next game is against Sheffield United. Oh, we is all it? Know Sheffield, yeah, Sheffield are the lowest, like have the lowest scoring or something, or maybe one of the lowest scoring, um, are one of the lowest scoring teams in, in the Prem at the moment. So I don't expect them to be pose much of an attacking threat against West Brom and West Brom which only conceded one goal from United and United were like literally going all out they had so many chances so I do see yeah and I, actually... I would just like to point out that they were actually very good chances as well it wasn't yeah. just a case of you know trying to smack it in for 30 mm-hmm. yards they, they were goals really good shots you know which really should have gone in yeah, there was there was this one save he made from Martial, and I thought, how the hell did he yeah. make that save? 
that's what I was thinking. Wow. But um, yeah, like he's a quality keeper, and I think you know with his next game, especially against Sheffield, and then his next two games against Crystal Palace and Newcastle, he is worth probably considering, especially mm. for the next for this game week. So yeah, those are my two picks. That's all good. That's all got some good, interesting man. picks there, boys. Mm, yeah, should be good to see. That's it. Well, we always keep it interesting. Uh, it's not run of the mill here. It's the realness, real talk. Then, uh, lo and behold, Liverpool finishing tenth this season. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? If that happens, I'm getting my lottery numbers off you, man. Because that's just. Uh, don't talk to me about lottery numbers. I lost this week. I was hoping yeah. for the Euro Millions. I guess it's just waiting and thinking about the next. Carling Cup you guys are going to win or whatever cup it's called whatever whatever Mickey Mouse Cup you're going to win to try and get in the European League Mickey Mouse wow. that's what he's thinking about wow yeah. did you hear that Nigerian billionaire wants to buy a stake in Arsenal and bring the glory days back I'll, really? I'll, 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 I'll believe it when he buys it man that's, he's the, the second one to say it thing. if it'd been anybody else I would have been excited but it just sounds like another 419 doesn't it really <laughs> Is it a hush puppy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will, I will uh, give, give, give me your pin number and I will buy Arsenal shares in your name. <laughs> oh I also need a passport and your passport number. <laughs> Damn. All right. All I'm um, saying is if a Nigerian buys shares in Arsenal, you can expect to see you won't be in the starting 11 again. <laughs> That's so harsh, man. It was okay. so a second meeting. Yeah, exactly. There is that. Yeah. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. All right. Well, yeah. I think we're getting to the end of uh, this week's episode. Before we go, just want to remind everyone: if you're listening on YouTube, give us a subscribe so you know when the episodes are coming out. Give us a like as well. It's all good. And yeah, uh, if you're listening, it's free to give us a like, so don't be shy. I know, totally free. It doesn't cost you nothing. And uh, also on on Spotify, hit follow as well. You know, again, it's all good. It's not going to cost you nothing. You get your weekly episodes. They'll start on your phone. So if you're cooking, walking the dog, driving along, whatever, (laughs) you get us. Follow us on Twitter as well, guys. What's our again? At FPL underscore bros. Bros. There you go. Simple to remember. You listen to FPL bros. And you go to Twitter at FPL underscore pros. How could you possibly forget that? All right, then. So thanks very much again, guys, for coming out and doing the pod. Really appreciate the time out. It's uh, much love for that. And all that's left for me to say now is goodbye, everyone. Green arrows. Good luck, guys. See you later, guys. Mm-hmm.